Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? So I just walked in the door from work. Check it out. You know what I'm like? I'm like Mr. Rogers. Check it out. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? Hi, neighbor. How's it going? Yeah, so just got home from work. Happy to do this. I have some really exciting dividend stock information I want to talk to you about. So for all of my neighbors in podcast land, welcome. And all of my neighbors in YouTube land, welcome. We're going to try this again. And I need your help. What I need your help with, oh, before we get started, hey, how's it going? I love to salute. I salute you to thank you. And it's a tie into my military roots. I was in the Navy. So thank you for joining me. And thank you for making me a part of your investing journey. And again, I'm welding my way to fire, literally just walked in the door and don't know, care what my hair looks like because I want to get this information out to you and share some of the almost 20 years of investing uh, information and knowledge that I have picked up. So what I need from you is your help. I need a thumbs up or a thumbs down if you like this. So what this is going to be, just so you know, going into this video, this is the podcast I'm recording. So for all of you listening out there in podcast land, hang on for a second. But for all of you in YouTube land, if you like this, this is me live without a net, no editing, no stopping. We just go for the next 20 minutes-ish, and we're just going to talk from some of my notes that I have. So thumbs up if you like this, thumbs down if you don't, I need your input. And this is just, I'm excited. It's almost time for Halloween as I'm recording this. It's October 27th. I love Halloween for different reasons. So when I was a kid, I loved it because the seasons were changing, the leaves were changing. It was just such a really cool time. We got to trick or treat, dress up, be something different. Always look forward to what we would be getting candy and going out with my friends. Nice, cool fall air here in the Chicagoland area where I grew up. But as I got older, you know, didn't go trick or treating, but uh, things that adults do, different reasons uh, for Halloween that I came to love and embrace. So my wife and I are going out this Saturday night. We didn't get to go out last year because it was COVID times. So things are more opened up now. And we're going to go out. We're going to have a night out in um, Forest Park, Illinois, actually. And we're going to, hey, and see people, people watch, have a few drinks. We're ending sober October. We do sober October. So enough of this. What I want to talk to you about, I have four Halloween candy dividend stocks for you. Really interesting one of them that you may not be aware of, but they have a really interesting history with their stock splits that I'm excited to share with you. But basically the candy business is very commercialized and they have low margins. Uh, again, it's very commoditized because you have to buy the bulk sugar and bulk cocoa for the connect for the confectionaries. Confect confectionaries. I can't say it. Confectionaries. Oh my god, I'm alive. I can't I can't think of what to say. Confectionaries, right? 
put it in the description, what I'm trying to say. And you have to buy that in bulk, which requires a lot of capital to be at the level that some of these nationally and worldwide brands are. So because it's pretty capital intensive in the beginning, there's not a lot of startup competition that can compete at that scale. That's why you see a lot of local candies, but they have trouble going nationwide or even a step further uh, worldwide. They stay regional. So the first one on our list is Tootsie Roll, ticker TR. And I'm going to do this. Yeah, we're... I didn't write down the prices, so you're just going to have to go to the old Google machine and check out what the prices are right now. And it's Tootsie Roll. A lot of people forget about Tootsie Roll, that they're a publicly traded company. They have such favorites as Dots, Junior Mints. All of you who are Seinfeld aficionados like I am know what the Junior Mints episode was. Double Bubble, Blow Pops. Now, Ella and Melvin Gordon not the football player Melvin Gordon. Now, I love my fantasy football, and I'd never been a fan of Melvin Gordon, the Denver Broncos' current running back. But Melvin Gordon of Tootsie Roll, they inherited that in the 1960s, and they ran it together for 53 years until Melvin died. And Ella Gordon, the Tootsie Roll uh, heiress, is still running that empire. So uh, she's kicking and going, and things might change when she passes on. But as it is right now, Tootsie Roll is a $2 billion market cap value. They have about $500 million in trailing 12-month revenue. And their margins, again, low profit margins in the candy business. Uh, confectionery, I can't say it, 6 to 10% margins. Uh, fun fact about Tootsie Roll that they mix in the previous day's batch. So theoretically, going back to the beginning, all those years ago of Tootsie Roll, they can say that, they can say that some of that very first batch of Tootsie Roll is still in the Tootsie Rolls we can find on the store shelves today. That's pretty cool. And they were the first individually wrapped penny candy was Tootsie Roll. Now, they have been increasing their shareholder or stockholders equity, but their revenue growth has been flat. In the last 10 years, their total return is 88%, only 88% versus the S&P 500, which was 356%, 356% aggregate return. So yeah, they're a bit of a sleepy company and a lot of people forget about Tootsie Roll, which in Chicago, we know and love Tootsie Roll here. Uh, they have about a 1% quarterly dividend, slightly over 1% dividend. But here's the kicker. I'm going to take a sip and, and hold that. Ponder your existence on this mortal plane for just a minute. Done pondering? Good, because, <laughs> because Tootsie Roll... They split their stock every year. They have an annual stock split. Now, this is really cool. They have a 103 for 100 stock split. So basically after that split, where the way that works is if you have 100 shares, you will then have 103 shares after that split. It's about a 3% stock dividend each year, and it's coming up on about 4% with the split, so after the split. So 
it depends on how you look at it. Some people like that. Some people don't. But look into it. It's really, really interesting that Tootsie Roll splits their stock once a year. Next up, numero dos. Everybody knows this stock is Nestle, ticker NSRGY. And Nestle has KitKat, Smarties, Nerds, Crunch, 100 grand. Everybody knows though. Now in 2018, they sold off their U.S. confectionery. Confectionery. That's what I'm trying to say because it's in my notes and I can read it. Yeah. So they sold off their U.S. confectionery business to Ferrero. Now I've been seeing a few Ferrero buildings pop up. And that's where that has come from. I believe Ferrero has Baby Ruth, I think. I should have looked that up. I'm pretty sure. And uh, they did this because Nestle wanted to focus on their healthier products. Now, they have about a $351 billion market cap, uh, market value, which also leads to 92 billion in trailing 12 month revenue, making them the biggest CPG company on the planet. Uh, their candy revenue, their candy revenue though, the trailing 12 months is about seven billion dollars. So I mean seven billion dollars in revenue from candy is pretty pretty big. Uh, bigger revenue than some small third world countries just in candy. And their net profit margin is about seven to 11%. So again, low profit margins. I love seeing profit margins in the high teens and these struggle to get out of the single digits. And Nestle has a once a year dividend. And if you're buying here in the United States, it is an ADR. It's an American depository receipt. And they have about a two 0.14% yield. And the payout ratio is not too bad at 56% payout ratio. So Nestle, uh, big, big company. And I don't invest in them yet. I don't invest in Tootsie Roll. Don't think I will, but I really do like that history and really cool for that uh, annual dividend uh, or that annual stock split. And Nestle also don't invest in them. And I'm looking for a big pullback but that's not too bad for such a strong company. Number three, numero tres is Mondelez, ticker MDLZ, and they are responsible for such fan favorites as Oreos, Cadbury, Toblerone. I said that right, right? Toblerone and Tate's Cookies. <laughs> Mondelez split off from Kraft Heinz. I just did a video on this, so I want to say 2011, maybe 2012, somewhere in the early teens, 20 teens, somewhere in the early 20 teens, they split off from Kraft Heinz as the uh, quote unquote power brands, which are uh, cookies and candies. So they that's what they considered uh, back in those days, way back when, about 10 years ago, the uh, cookies and candies were the power brands. Now, Interestingly, some things that you may not know is that smaller packaging in the CPG world, smaller packaging means higher profit margin. So companies like to do the smaller packaging. And if you next time you go to the store, check this out. When you see a smaller package, if they do the per 
cent ounce, how much per ounce. Smaller is always going to be higher. And when you buy the bigger volume, it's always always a lower. So if it was up to them, they'd love to sell us those smaller packages. So higher profit margins for the confectionery company. I did it. Yes. Companies. Uh, Mondelez has about 11 billion in trailing 12 month candy revenue. And they are working on healthier things, stuff, as we say, like their biscuits, uh, cheese and gravy. Now, funny enough, biscuits in the UK are, I believe, cookies. Uh, my buddy from Ireland would know that biscuits, I, I guess Oreos would be biscuits over there. And that's what they're working on. About a 15.49% net margin. So that's nice. They're a bigger company and they're not just solely focused on candies. So um, 15% net margin is not too shabby. One thing I don't like is I took a peek at the financials again, is that they're keep taking on more long-term debt. They have quite a bit of debt, but they are increasing their retained earnings, which is something I always like to look for because that's more money that they can put into growing the company. And they are buying back shares, which is good for us as investors. Warren Buffett doesn't like paying a dividend. So that's why I think he said one time Berkshire paid a dividend when he was in the bathroom. He didn't get to catch it. So Berkshire doesn't pay a dividend. Uh, they always buy back their shares, which is why they have such a crazy, I, I think I saw on Twitter, they're over, I don't want to 600,000 a share. I always think of them as 300,000, but I think they're over uh, 600K a share now. Is that right? Let me know. <clears throat> and where am I at? So they've had eight years of dividend growth, Mondelez has. Now the three-year dividend growth is a very, very big 46.34% uh, three-year dividend growth. And the dividend is currently at about 2 0.31% yield. So not a really high yield, but it's bigger so far than all the rest on this list. And, you know, I've debated getting into Mondelez, but I don't know. We'll see if we have another pandemic. But see, that's the problem though, because when everything crashes, I'm just putting my money into my top positions and I'm not really thinking about starting new positions uh, like when we went through the crash of March and April of 2020. Boy, I wish we had those times again. Uh, I don't know. As From what I've seen, I think this correction that was in September and some of October, I think that might have been it because usually um, November and December are better, stronger months where uh, September is usually the worst and October puts a bottom in. So I think we're potentially going up from here as crazy as that sounds. And then number four is a quick one. I just took a few stats on this is Hershey's. Everybody knows Hershey's uh, kisses, Hershey's chocolate. They have lots of other, other uh, confectionaries. Confectionery? Yes, confectionaries. They were founded in 1894 by Milton Hershey. Very strong cash flow per share of $7.93. They've been growing their dividend for 12 years. So they are a dividend achiever. Or is it contender? One of the, oh my God, I forgot. Fine blank. I want to say it's an, 
dividend achiever and contender, I think is the same. I know I'm going to get in trouble here, which is cool. Correct me. Bring it on. It's I want to know. Um, but one of those is when you raise the dividend for 10 years and then 25 years is the aristocrat and 50 years is the king. Maybe achievers 20 years or contenders 20. Ah, hell, who knows? It's one of those. I'm not going to Google it. <laughs> Let me know in the comments below because you all know where the comments go. Hershey's currently has a 2.01% yield, which is low, 57% payout ratio, not terrible. Uh, they do have quite a bit of debt, but their interest coverage ratio, which is something I love. If you ever want to know what a company's interest coverage ratio is, go to Google and type in, uh, I think I just did HSY, which is their ticker symbol, HSY ICR ratio. And Guru Focus is usually what I look for. Now you'll see the interest coverage ratio. And all that that is, is it's a number that tells you how much operating income they have to pay off every $1 of interest expense. So think of like your credit card. You have to be able to pay uh, the the interest on the credit card at a minimum. So it's same thing for these big companies. And Hershey is currently at 14.07, which is very, very strong, meaning that they have $14.07 of operating income to cover every $1 of interest expense. So they can easily cover the interest expense on their debt. Now, when rates tick up, that's going to be an issue and it's going to bring that ICR number down. And we usually want to be above five. You usually want to have at least $5 of operating income to cover every $1 of interest expense for uh, cyclicality, market corrections, interest rate rises, things that you can't predict. You don't want to get in trouble because if a company can't pay the interest on their debt, one of the first things they would probably do if they can't take on more debt is cut the dividend and come up with money from somewhere because they're not going to not pay the interest on the debt. So that's it. Let me know what you think. What's your favorite Halloween candy? What's something that you love? What's a company that makes candy that you love? And if you would like to buy me a beer, you can now do that. I've set it up. No obligation to you. It's one-time thing, whatever you want. Click, click the link, click the link below, right down there. And go to buy me a coffee where I set it up as buy me a beer. You could pretty cool. You could have done buy me a taco, buy me a coffee, buy me a bevy of other things. But I enjoy a nice cold frosty beer from time to time. And if you'd like to buy me one, I would be forever grateful. And I will give you a shout out on the next video for doing that. So if you're on YouTube please stop by and check out this video we did right here on Realty Income and their soon-to-be-finalized merger with Verit and all the details you need to know, and I will see you there.